Are you feeling completely exhausted and drained in your mom life? Do you want to give your kids and your husband everything, but you just feel completely spent at the end of every day? Do you often wonder, how will I be able to keep up and keep doing this when I feel the way I do right now? Well, it sounds like you need a hug, Mama, so here's a quick virtual one, and you also need some simple strategies that you can apply, like yesterday, to help you survive your current mom life. I've got you, Mama. And better yet, with these practical tips, I'm going to help you go from surviving your life to actually thriving in your every single day so that you can be that mom and that wife that you've always wanted to be. Get ready, Mama, because your life is about to shift. Let's do this. Hey mama, welcome to Mom Nation. Do you want a better work-life balance and more time and energy? Do you find yourself thinking, how can I add more hours into the day? Or Googling, how to deal with mom guilt and can my marriage survive toddlers? Do you wake up with big goals only to feel overwhelmed and alone and you have no one to help you and your littles aren't listening to you again? Hey, I'm Cheyenne. I too was an exhausted mom away from my family. I too felt drained with a strong-willed toddler and wished I could find balance between being a wife, mom, stepmom, and entrepreneur. I wanted more energy to give my husband, to discipline my kids well, and incorporate Jesus into our home, but I kept telling myself that I just couldn't do it without a community around me, until I found balance and confidence in raising Jesus-loving littles. In this podcast, you will find time and energy management help, tips for disciplining, and what to do when you have no village, so that you will find balance between all of your roles and trust your own mom tuition. Time to grab those headphones, mama, pour that green smoothie, and get ready to be mom-inspired. You're no longer alone. Exhausted? Check. And drained? Double check. Isn't that just the modern-day mom life? I feel like those two concepts have become so accepted and honestly almost expected that we as moms practically give each other like gold stars for experiencing burnout. Like, hey, way to go. Do you feel completely zonked at the end of the day? You go, girl. It's as if we feel we're not doing it right if we don't feel that way. Well, I've been there too, and I'm a mom of a 14-year-old bonus daughter. I have an almost three-year-old toddler, and I'm 28 weeks pregnant as of the recording of this episode. And one huge lesson I've learned while living here in Europe is the concept of slowing down. Life is just naturally so much slower here than the USA. You know, they have half days for school on Wednesdays. The kids can actually leave school in the middle of the day to come home for an hour or two to enjoy lunch and a pause with their family. Sundays, almost everybody goes and has family dinners. And even our stores here very often close at 6 p.m. But I'll tell you, mamas, if you don't live in Europe and you're in the U.S. like I am actually from, I love that saying that says, hey, you can take the girl out, right? It's like you can take the girl out of the USA, but just because life was naturally slower here, it didn't mean that I slowed down. I was constantly in my first two years of motherhood, constantly trying to think, how can I do more? How can I achieve more in less time? And how can I be this? And how can I be that? And I was working just completely transparently from morning to night, whether it was running my business, my household or my motherhood, or trying to embrace the new culture around me, trying to be the best daughter-in-law. And I finally realized 
I can't keep doing this. I am not going to be able to survive this lifestyle that I've created for myself or that my culture, especially in the U.S., so perpetuates and so applauds. And so I realized I had to switch my entire mindset if I was going to survive and be the mom that I wanted to be. So today I have three practical principles that I applied in my own life that I wanted to share with you so that you can be more energetic and a less stressed mom and wife for your family. The first principle that I have to share with you, just a little teaser, they're going to be three D's for you today. So it's going to be like D cubed, if you can call back to high school math. So the first D I'm going to give you, and if you're taking notes, is going to be delegate. Ah, I know as a young mom, that kind of feels like a swear word because we feel like we can do it all. Well, you know what, mama, I'm going to tell you right now, even if you can do it all, it doesn't mean that you are supposed to do it all. You're going to have to step outside your comfort zone for this one and ask for help. That's where we're going with this first principle is to delegate. So how do you know what to delegate, right? Because there's so many things in our everyday mom life. It can feel so overwhelming that we don't know what the heck to do with what and what can be done by someone else other than ourselves. So I'm going to make it a little bit easier for you. If you have a pen and paper or if you can open the notes section on your phone right now while you're listening, I want you to list out where are you feeling the most stressed and burnt out in your life right now at this very moment. Is it nighttime feedings? Are you getting up breastfeeding or bottle feeding a little young one? Is it maybe school pickups? Is it rushing out the door and trying to get to school on time? Is it doing the grocery shopping? feeling that overwhelm of meal planning and trying to pick out the best foods for everybody in your household? Or maybe is it nightly bath and bedtime routine? Is it trying to wrestle your toddler in the bath, out of the bath, get them dressed, read them 12 stories, sing to them, get them to shut their eyes so that you can have some time to yourself or with your husband at night? Now, these are all things that happen almost every day in a household. However, It does not mean that you have to do them all on your own. That's why I want you to create this master list where you feel overwhelmed. And now it's your turn to narrow down your top two. What of those two things or situations just stress you out the most? I want you to go ahead and either highlight or circle them or bold them. Now that you have those top two, it's time to ask yourself three questions. Are you ready, Mama? When you look at these top two situations, these top two daily, everyday things that you do, I want you to first ask yourself, one, does it have to be done? Is this something you have to do absolutely every single day in your mom life? Question number two is, does it have to be done the way you are doing it? So we all know there's a way we like to do things and then there's just a way of doing things. So ask yourself, does it have to be done this exact way? And number three, if it has to be done, who can you ask to help you alleviate that stress? For instance, I'm going to give you a quick example. One thing lately with being as pregnant as I am that's given me quite a bit of stress is doing my son's nightly bath and bedtime routine. I realized that I wasn't experiencing as much joy because my toddler is very rambunctious. He's very funny and silly and he loves to make mommy laugh. But picking him in and out of the bath and getting splashed and getting him dressed and then going through the nighttime routine was really exhausting me. So I realized, okay, does it have to be done? 
check. No, he does not have to take a bath every night. So I could actually take that one out right here. Does it have to be done the way I'm doing it? Also, no, I can also change the way I'm doing it and alleviate some stress there. And number three, do I have to be the one doing it? And that's also a no. Very often, my husband is doing other responsibilities around the house, but I've realized that I just need to express to him that either I could really use his help or I could really use his help as in having him do it so that I can feel less stressed and overwhelmed. But I had to make sure I communicated that first within myself and realize this was stressing me out and then communicating it to him so that he knew how he could best help me. Now, I want you to do the exact same with the top two on your list. Take them through these questions and share this with your husband. All right, we've made it to principle number two. So your first D on your list was learning how to delegate. Well, number two is going to be downsize. That's right, downsize. And I'm going to jump right into one of the biggest, biggest things that moms do to try to have more energy in their life is that you go to caffeine or maybe things that don't serve you. And so I am not going to be the one here that says, hey, throw away your coffee. However, if you are struggling with feeling depleted and you are living off of caffeine, maybe it is time to look at where are you getting your energy sources, the actual physical side of energy, and let's make sure that you're getting it from the right sources. Besides coffee, there's actually several other area, places that you can get healthy caffeine from, and there's also many things you can do to physically um, connect with your body that has nothing to do with caffeine. For instance, exercise is a natural energy booster. You get your heart rate up and you're immediately going to get an energy boost. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to go to the gym, doesn't mean that you have to commit even 30 minutes. Even a simple 10-minute walk can do a lot for boosting your energy naturally. Secondly, mamas is hydration. Drinking water is a quick and easy pick-me-up. So often you hear it when someone gets a headache, people will ask, hmm, have you drank enough water? The same principle can be applied here with energy. And number three, hey, napping is not just for our babies. Well-timed naps are a great way to supplement our sleep. I know since becoming a mom, I've had to master taking the short, quick naps. I used to only be able to lay down or I would tell myself that I could only have a nap if I had two to three hours to commit to it. Well, what young mom of littles has that time, right? So even just taking 20 minutes, getting yourself in a dark room, closing your eyes is a great way you can recharge yourself and give your body that natural energy. And Funny enough, cold water, number four, is also a great way to energize yourself. So whether it's you take a cold shower, you just splash cool water on your face, the effect can really be very energizing. I don't recommend you try this on your children. Maybe try it on yourself first. <laughs> and the last step here, number five, just to you know, be able to think about the physical, how can you naturally increase your energy stores, is connecting with nature and getting outside and connecting with God. Just again, some of these things you can do all at once. You can drink cold water while exercising out in nature and give yourself a natural energy boost. I know for me, sometimes I purposely leave early to go pick up my son from school so that I can take a little extra walk. I park a little bit further away and I get that opportunity to just breathe enjoy outside, pray with God before I go back into the chaos and craziness that is raising a toddler. So 
after assessing what can you downsize in your life as far as maybe the physical resources that you're currently getting caffeine or getting energy from, you also want to see what can you downsize, what is taking, what is depleting your energy besides the physical, more of the emotional. Is it social media? Do you have certain apps that you could you could take off your phone that would alleviate some of that time that you have on um, social media? What about toxic friendships? Do you feel, are there people out there that are taking, zapping energy from you? Perhaps you feel overcommitted, like you don't have enough time in the day. Maybe you've signed up for too many PTA commitments or sports with your kids. This is where I feel it's best that you write down the things that you feel like are taking your energy. You just feel like they are energy suckers in your life and go back to the principle one and ask yourself the same three questions. As a reminder, does it have to be done? Does it have to be done the way I'm doing it? If so, who can I ask to help me alleviate the stress? This is a great time to go and actually take some things off your list to downsize so that you can upsize the energy in your life. And last but certainly not least, you've made it to the third D, right? Is a quick refresher, a way to add more energy and to stop feeling so completely exhausted and drained in your mom life, right? Is to delegate. The second is to downsize. And number three, your third D is discipleship. Now, you may be wondering, okay, wait a second. I've heard that phrase at church before. What does that mean? Well, no worries. I've got a little bit of a definition for you here. Discipleship is essentially, disciple making is entering into relationships to help people to trust and follow Jesus. So that goes for how we are called to disciple others, but also how we are called to be discipled ourselves. Just because we are a Christian doesn't mean that we have to always do, do, do. Sometimes we need to just be, 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 and receive. You may have heard the phrase, you can't pour from an empty cup. And we cannot be the energetic, vivacious wives and mothers that we aspire to be if we are completely depleted. There's another D for you, but we don't want you to focus on that D. So that you don't feel depleted, you want to make sure that you are being discipled in your everyday life. In order to do that, you need to make yourself available to be discipled, right? And this can be with other believers, but also just the Holy Spirit himself. When you do the two previous steps and you delegate and ask for help, and when you downsize the things that don't serve you, you're going to take the unnecessary out so you can put the necessary, the priorities back in. Mama, when you care for yourself, you're actually caring for the whole family and you do deserve this. You deserve to be discipled so that you can be sharpened. As in Proverbs, it says iron sharpens iron and that can be done by other believers or other or the Holy Spirit himself who is available to you at any time of the day, always. And just remember that discipleship is an ongoing process. It's not something you just start and do when you first become a Christian it's something that not only when you're involved in a Bible study at group, it is an ev or at church, it's an everyday process. So when you make it a priority, it's going to become a wellspring of life for you, a literal spiritual energy shot. As in the word of God, it says that God's cup is never empty. He is the ultimate energy source and he always has more than enough. So you're never going to tax him. You're never going to overwhelm him. You're never going to drain God. He is there for you at every single moment. You just have to lift your hands up and allow him to disciple you.
Hey mamas, you're still here with me? I'm so proud of you. I know that wasn't an easy episode as we are sharpening against each other when we aim to grow. And I know that's where you are right now. You won't grow unless you change, but when you change, when you grow, you are going to blossom into this amazing woman that you want to be truly sharpened by your other sisters in Christ and also by the Holy Spirit. Now, if you're looking for a group of women that you can do this with and you haven't necessarily found it in your own community, I'm so happy to share with you that I have created a private Facebook community for moms just like you, moms of littles who want to find balance and raise Jesus-loving littles. You can find that safe space with us at the link below and find that opportunity to help yourself find that discipleship that you need and grow alongside women who get it and are right there with you and are willing to encourage you and love you and give you that energy boost that you so deserve. Now, if you enjoyed today's content, please hop on over real quick to Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating and review. That's actually the only way I know which content you enjoy, and it helps me grow the show. So it's a total win-win-win all around. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to another episode. Here is a virtual hug, and I'll see you very soon. Don't forget to hit subscribe so that you can check out the next episode. Share this episode with a mom who needs to feel less exhausted and drained in her mom life and show her that she can add more energy into her every day. Thank you ladies for listening and I'll see you on a future episode. With all the overwhelming and hard choices a new mom has to make, where you get you and your baby's top-notch nutrition shouldn't be one of them. Ever since I first began my fertility journey, I've trusted one place with all of my women's wellness needs, a company and brand that truly goes above and beyond with their cleaning and natural products. I mean, they even pray over their supplements. Yep. I'm talking about Pink Stork, a woman-owned, American-based women's wellness company that has products for every area of a woman's needs. Everything from fertility, pregnancy prenatal, postnatal, nursing, menopause, to even a brand new line of men's fertility products and vitamin drops for babies. See why it's my one-stop shop, mama? I can shop in peace and good vibes when I have Pink Stork in my shopping cart. And so can you. Go check out my own link below or visit holyhealthyhappymama.com slash pinkstork to check out my personal favorites list and grab yourself 15% off with code CheyenneC15. You won't be disappointed.